We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. From KQED. From KQED Public Radio in San Francisco, this is Forum. I'm Laura Clivens. The 980 freeway is a two-mile span that bisects Oakland. Mayor Libby Schaff has called it a scar on the urban fabric. That's because it cuts off historically black West Oakland from the rest of the city. We'll talk about a plan to take down the freeway, its cost, and what it would take to make it a reality. Then at 9.30, as pandemic restrictions lift in California and vaccination rates increase, many are feeling a new lightness and sense of optimism. You could even call it joy. We'll talk about how it all feels. That's next on Forum, right after this news. Welcome to Forum. I'm Laura Clivens. The 980 freeway is a short two-mile span. You might miss it if you're not paying attention as you drive from 580 to 880. But for some residents of Oakland, it's an enduring wound. The historically Black neighborhood of West Oakland is circled on all sides by freeways. Taking down 980 would reconnect it to downtown. Now, with a major infrastructure bill on the table in Washington, efforts to replace 980 with a multi-lane boulevard are gaining momentum. Here to talk about what to do about 980, I'm joined by Warren Logan, Policy Director for Mobility and Interagency Relations at the Oakland Mayor's Office. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. And Jonathan Fern, co-founder of Connect Oakland, an advocacy group seeking to replace 980. Thanks for being here, Jonathan. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Sure. All right. Well, let's start with you, Jonathan Fern. First of all, can you just describe where the 980 is for someone who doesn't know and what they would see when they're on it? Yeah, certainly. So um, you described it somewhat accurately. It's a it's a two mile connector uh, that basically links 580 and uh, State Route 24 in the north to 880 in the south. Um, it's the de facto east border of West Oakland uh, uh, and the west border of downtown Oakland. And it really is. Uh, basically a, a, a five-lane road if you're on it, and you would breeze through it in about, you know, uh, less than a minute uh, if you were driving it. Um, but what we are specifically focused on is the southern portion, which is below Grand Avenue and, be- and between uh, 880, which is subgrade or below the existing street grade okay. uh, location. Great. Okay. Um, and Warren Logan, I'm hoping you can give us some background of just how 980 came to be. Sure, happy to. You know, the history of 980, and Jonathan knows this well as well, is based in both a combination of getting folks to San Francisco faster. There there should have been a bridge connected to this freeway. So that's issue one. And that was the original original plan, original purpose of building this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The the whole point of this freeway was to add to the, the second at the time crossing over to San Francisco. And 
West Oakland is no stranger to having conversations about both adding and then removing freeways. This is actually the second time we've had this conversation since the Cypress Freeway just, you know, 30 years ago uh, was taken down as well. Hmm. Okay. All right. And so um, for either of you, what impact did putting in the 980 or 980, excuse me, uh, have on West Oakland? What does a freeway do to a neighborhood? Sure, I'll take that first. And Jonathan, if you want to follow up, All right, you go know, ahead, Warren Logan. when you look at things, <laughs> so when you look at the pictures even, and thank you very much to Connect Oakland, in fact, on your website, when you look at the photos of what West Oakland looked like before 980, there are homes there. Those are people who used to live there. And then we ripped them out. And, and so there's a significant impact when we think about removing, what, 13, 17 acres of land from you know, our urban fabric. And then we're still removing the connections between now a neighborhood in West Oakland over to downtown. There is a significant impact. Okay. All right. And, um, and Jonathan Fern, would you like to add anything to that? What impact has this had on the neighborhood? Yeah, I mean, to, to Warren's point, uh, you know, 500 homes were lost in the construction of um, of 980, uh, 22 businesses, four churches, and and, and what it, what exists now uh, basically is a is kind of is a physical and psychological barrier kind of between downtown uh, downtown Oakland and, and West Oakland, uh, where you know it's very kind of hostile to to cross, uh, and there are limited points, uh, and it really says a lot about kind of what the thought of was at least when it was conceived about how they wanted to box in West Oakland. Right. Yes. And can you say just a little bit more about that? Can you tell me explicitly, what do you mean by the thought behind that? Yeah, well, I mean, the original concept um, of of the 980 was developed in 1946 uh, to be this connector to the Second Bay Bridge. And, right. you know, as you look at freeways uh, that, that cut through Oakland, I don't think it's any surprise that you see freeways that are cutting both uh, through West Oakland with the former Cypress structure, which now wraps around it. But West Oakland uh, has been, you know, the most impacted neighborhood related to urban freeways. And what we're trying to shine a light on is that the fact that those freeways weren't there originally. Those freeways, uh, and it didn't come by accident, those freeways were designed that way. Um, and um, back in the post-war era, uh, when, you know, uh, West Oakland was a, you know, predominantly Black neighborhood, uh, that was done on purpose uh, to kind of keep West Oakland away from uh, the remainder of the city. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Um, well, I want to just call out to our listeners, um, because I think this is a such an interesting topic. We're talking about reimagining the 980 freeway with Warren Logan, Policy Director for Mobility and Interagency Relations in the Oakland Mayor's Office, and Jonathan Fern, co-founder of Connect Oakland, an advocacy group seeking to replace 980. Mm -hmm. We want to know from you, our listeners, do you drive on 980? What do you think should be done with it? What concerns do you have about replacing 980 with a boulevard? Or do you live in West Oakland? What would taking down 980 mean for your community? Give us a call now at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. All right. So, Jonathan Fern, I'd like to ask you, your nonprofit Connect Oakland Area Advocacy Group, excuse me, is talking about replacing 980. And so what would a replacement look like? Yeah, so uh, there are kind of two uh, visions for for our, our for the Connect Oakland um, 
uh, thought. And one is to obviously cut, to connect the neighborhoods. So to actually uh, reconstruct the old uh, street grid that was once there uh, and repatch it together, uh, mm-hmm. which would be filling in uh, the portion that is you know between Grand Avenue and 880, as I mentioned. Uh, but the second is to, uh, and, and kind of grander vision, is to ha- actually have Oakland be a, a, a center point in connecting the region. So uh, what we also see, we're also putting forth is a vision to have uh, BART and Caltrain um, run through a second Transbay tunnel and 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 use 980 as the as the landing spot. Uh, so we would reduce the width of of 980 currently from 560 feet to a multi-lane surface boulevard that's about 130 feet wide, uh, putting a transit tunnel under that. And then that would create, to Warren mentioned, 17 net new acres that could be used uh, for whatever the city of Oakland uh, envisions. Um, but mm. it's be brand new land um, that uh, would be available to uh, the stakeholders of West Oakland and, and Oakland to do as, with, as they see fit. Yeah. And what could be some options for what could be on that land? Sure. Well, obviously, you know, in this day and age, you know, affordable housing is obviously top of the list. Uh, so certainly, you know, that's something uh, that we would support. Uh, but you could have parks, you could have civic buildings, community centers, you could have office space. I mean, I think, you know, that that would need to be a, uh, a process that the city of Oakland, the stakeholders in West Oakland would need to go through. Um, and we have not we have been intentional about not putting forth a development proposal there because we, we think it's premature and, and, and it's not our position to do so. Uh, but that is something that's up to the city of Oakland and what, what we would encourage uh, if for that discussion to take place. Right. Yeah. Great. Um, OK. And then and just to clarify um, for folks who are not familiar, you were talking about reinstating several crossings between uh, West Oakland and the downtown Oakland right now. How many opportunities are there to actually cross between those two areas? Yeah, there are two. Um, and we would stitch together uh, at 18th and 14th and we would stitch together 12, uh, 12 other 12 city blocks. So in, including um, 14th and 18th, we would add 10 more connections. For, okay. For- oh, well, yeah, that's a lot. All right. Well, I'd like to go now to caller John in Oakland. You are on the air. Great. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I, uh, I live in the Longfellow neighborhood a little further north uh, where 980 turns into 24. And um, I drive on 980 pretty regularly, but uh, I would love to see the whole thing torn out um, and and keep it going. Tear it out uh, all the way up to the Warren Freeway, if, if, uh, if possible, because um, it's just such a it's such a disruptor in the neighborhood. It really it breaks uh you know our neighborhood up from temescal and and further down is even worse um so tear it out all right thank you um so uh, warren logan what impact if if we do tear this out what impact would that have on traffic sure that's i think that's a good question i will offer that that is not my first question when i think about whether or not to um to consider removing 980. (laughs) Based on the studies we've seen, in fact, great thanks to Jonathan, and now we're looking at another couple of studies from the regional transportation body, MTC, very minimal impact. Uh, There are not as many cars as people think there are on this section of 980. And remind folks who've ever driven on 980, it only takes about two minutes to go from what is it, I think about 30th Street or Grand down to the 880. So very minimal impacts on traffic, certainly. 
I think the more important impact that we're looking at is, is what's the reduction in greenhouse gas emissions for folks who live directly next to the freeway. And then just to remind folks again, with the 17 acres of land, are we able to really stitch together way more affordable housing? And then finally, and perhaps my pet project, of course, is to think about how we might land another BART train, a Caltrain, or even the high-speed rail in that same trench. So what are the other opportunities for transportation in that same corridor that in fact may carry way more people than the freeway does right now? All right. Thank you. Um, Paul writes, money shouldn't be spent on taking out freeways until the housing crisis has been solved. Spend the money on low-income housing before taking out the freeway. Warren Logan, you are in the mayor's office. What is your response to that? I think it's a yes and strategy. I certainly understand people who think, and I agree, that affordable housing should be our priority. And one of the things that we're looking at in the mayor's office here in Oakland is where are there opportunities to expand our affordable housing? Um, many of you have probably heard this, listeners especially, there's a finite amount of land and we're not making any more of it. And so we're starting to look more aggressively at where there is public space, including roadways, that we could use more effectively. Great. And just to give everyone a little bit of math on you know, these streets, Again, 17 acres of land available. That's a lot, yeah. We're coming up on a break, so I just want to remind everyone we're talking about reimagining the 980 freeway with Warren Logan, Policy Director for Mobility and Interagency <coughs> Relations in the Oakland Mayor's Office, and Jonathan Fern, co-founder of Connect Oakland, an advocacy group seeking to replace the 980. What are your thoughts on this? Give us a call now at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Laura Clivens. We're talking about reimagining the 980 freeway with Warren Logan, Policy Director for Mobility and Interagency Relations in the Oakland Mayor's Office, and Jonathan Fern, co-founder of Connect Oakland, an advocacy group seeking to replace 980. Do you drive on the 980? We want to hear from you. What do you think should be done with it? What concerns do you have about replacing 980 with a boulevard? Do you live in West Oakland? What would taking down the nine taking down 980 mean for your community? Give us a call now at 866-733-6786. That's 866-733-6786. You can also get in touch on Twitter and Facebook. We're at KQED Forum. Or email your questions to forum at kqed.org. Now, I'd like to turn to you, um, Jonathan Fern. Why now? Why is now the time to be talking about this? Yeah, um, well, and, and I want to just correct one thing I said because uh, it shows how uh, locked into 980 I am. There are two exits off of 980. There are five crossings. So I just want people to uh, be clear about that. Ah, thank you. Um, but switching to your question, um, I think for the reasons that you mentioned, uh, you know, we've been talking about this for, you know, over seven years. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been 
really trying to shine a line on uh, why this freeway is here and the reasons and reasons that it came to be. And we is uh, the Connect Oakland folks. Correct. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And that's planners and who else is in yep. that group? Uh, planners, urban urban designers, so on and so forth. Got um, it. Thanks. Um, but why now is because of the infrastructure bill. I mean, I think it it has, um, you know, the fact that we think something actually might come out of Washington and specifically this focus on um, equity um, in the infrastructure bill uh, really has, you know, given this uh, a, a ray of light that, you know, we certainly have didn't have in the, in the last administration. And we're hopeful that something can, can get pushed along and, and get catalyzed by it. All right. Thank you. We're going to go to caller uh, Richard in Piedmont. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call. I, I think it's an inter- interesting topic. Um, but I, I'm on the 980 freeway all the time. And, I mean, I, one of your speakers said that it only takes two minutes. But it only takes two minutes because it's a freeway. I mean, if it was a, a city street, it would take an hour, particularly during rush hour. The thing that I've always been puzzled by is why there's not a connection between 980 and 880 going going, I guess, north or, or, or whatever direction that would be, because there's an easy connection going south, um, and it's a, it's a conduit to uh, Alameda, it's a conduit to Jack London Square. Hmm. I, I think it's a vital um, freeway in, <laughs> in, in, in city, connecting parts of the city, unlike Berkeley, where you can get stuck in a section and you'll be there for hours because there's no freeway going through there. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Richard. Um, what are your thoughts, Warren Logan? Yeah, you know, thank you, caller. I statistically, I disagree with you. I, I just don't think that it would take hours to get through that section. And in fact, if you live in Piedmont, you could also take Broadway straight down to those same locations, and probably it would take you about fifteen minutes. I think the other part, though, too, is just to remind folks that when we look at the data, we can see that the majority of people who are using nine eighty aren't even using nine eighty to connect from five eighty to eight eighty. They're actually getting off in downtown. And so that's the other part, right? Like, are we just helping people get to downtown very quickly when they could use any number of other surface streets or even take public transit or any other option? All right. Um, I also want to ask about cost. How much would this cost and, and where would that money come from? Um, Jonathan Fern. Yeah, I mean, we get that question a lot. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, uh, it, it's beyond the expertise and the means of, of Connect Oakland to establish what a cost is. And, and as you can imagine, um, you know, there is a cost of simply um, filling in uh, the trench. Uh, and there's additional cost of actually if this was to be something where transit were to extend uh, all the way through. Um, you know, what we're hopeful for is that in, in a planning grant, and uh, either through the state or the federal level, uh, a cost could be determined uh, because this could be a phased project. It, it you know doesn't have to all come at once, uh, but you know we don't have a, a particular uh, you know a dollar amount right now. Uh, but you know obviously it's in the millions of the dollars. Mm-hmm. Desmond writes: If 980 is replaced, it will just push traffic to 880 and put more container trucks on surface streets who are going to and from the port of Oakland. How's that helping? Who wants all of those trucks in their neighborhood? Warren Logan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, thank you. And again, you know, I think this is a number of these questions are really critical for us to study. In fact, like we don't know how many trucks there are right now on 980. I I actually live in West Oakland and anecdotally, I'll share that most of the trucks actually don't use 980 and in fact use our designated truck routes, including 880. So 
I think that that's totally a fair question and it's something that we should evaluate. And I also recognize that we can't use that as the only reason to not consider reevaluating this this right of way. All right. Thank you. And we're going to go now to a caller guy in San Francisco. Uh, hey, good morning. Um, I'm going to give you hi. Um, I'm going to give you uh, personal observations and about expectations and unintended consequences. I was living in Hayes Valley in 1989 when the earthquake hit, and I was largely involved and responsible for the Central Freeway being removed for largely the same reasons that are being discussed here. This is like deja vu all over again. And so I'm just going to give you my observations. Um, when the Central Freeway was going to be removed, I sat in Art Agnes's office, and he said, I'm going to sign legislation requesting it be removed. If I were you, I would buy property in Hayes Valley right now. If you look at Hayes Valley in the 1980s versus now, what you will see is that it was a largely black community that was lower income. If you look at it now, it's largely non-black with very upscale businesses. That was an unintended but expected consequence based on our Agnes's comment. If you remove this freeway to connect it to the rest of the town, be prepared for those unintended consequences. Warren Logan, what are your thoughts? I totally agree with that. And I'm, I'm actually very happy that you brought this up. This is certainly one of the major aspects that I'm most concerned about when I consider, you know, both with our planning team and our transportation planners, what happens next, right? It's not just about the transportation impacts, but to your point, caller, what happens to the land use values? And, and as many of you are probably aware, you know, the mayor shaft here in Oakland is so focused on affordable housing and we wanna make sure to get this right, whether that's both building affordable housing on the 17 acres of land and then reconsidering what other authorities we might have to protect the folks who live in West Oakland and along the buffer in downtown. I think there are plenty of lessons learned though, just to use Hayes Valley again as that example, that we are not going into this with our eyes closed. We actually are aware of those types of impacts and wanna make sure that we're guarding against them and in fact, taking advantage of whatever opportunities might exist. So thank you, in fact, for that concern. Jonathan Fern, I want to hear your thoughts on that question. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I appreciate the the, the caller's um, concern as well. I, I would just, I would add that, you know, I think, um, you know, the gentrification that's occurred in, in San Francisco is greater than simply the removal of the central freeway. Um, you know, I think we all understand what's happening in San Francisco. And I think Oakland can take lessons from that. But that's the whole point of this is to uh, create new publicly owned land. And uh, if you can take the profit motive uh, out of what c comes about on that land and actually use uh, the North Star of in improving the lives and repairing the the impacts of what happened to West Oakland as your guide, I think, uh, to Warren's point, that's that that that's the game changer. And we had a question come in about bikeability and walkability uh, with the plan that you are looking uh, to put in place for the reimagining of 980. Can you talk about that, Jonathan Fern? Yeah. Um, so you know the uh, you know. What we'd like to see is obviously a more human-scaled uh, roadway uh, in place of you know what currently exists. I mean, right now, uh, you basically have you know something like 15 lanes uh, that are dedicated basically to 980, from on ramps to off ramps to Castro and Brush Street to the actual five lanes. Mm. It's pretty silly, but 
uh, what we what we envision is when you narrow down the the right of way to a multi lane boulevard, uh, to something that's more akin to you know something that you know to Octavia Boulevard. It, it you you know you can have bike connections and pedestrian connections that are just much more friendlier, um, and uh, you know human scale, and that that's what we're really aiming for. The final design of the street obviously would need to be considered uh, in the final design of the of, of the roadway. All right, thanks. We, we've been talking about reimagining the 980 freeway. Thanks to my guests, Warren Logan, Policy Director for Mobility and Interagency Relations in the Oakland Mayor's Office, and Jonathan Fern, co-founder of Connect Oakland, an advocacy group seeking to replace 980. And I would recommend going to that website to see the visuals. Next, as California begins to open up, it's time to talk about joy. We'll be right back. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.